Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by YouTube. That's right, YouTube. We are doing daily uploads on our YouTube channel for all of 2017. Go there, be a part of the campaign. Join, subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, uh, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your mom's mom, tell your dad's mom, uh, tell your uh, friend's mom, and also tell yourself to click subscribe. Make sure you go there and do it. I thought that was going to have a better ending. Not the song, but my rant that I was going on. And it didn't, and I apologize for that. But go to our YouTube and subscribe. There will be better things there, I promise. We're also brought to you by our new sponsor, The Lighter Bro. The Lighter Bro is uh, something with a strange name that is a great accessory for the stoner or someone that's used to carrying like a, like a multi-tool or pocket knife. Uh, this is a, a little kind of a steel tube-esque looking thing. You put a Bic lighter into it, it snaps right in. And on the side of this, it has a poker, little tiny screwdriver is what it is. I use it as a poker to clean out my bowl. It has a little knife, a little razor sharp knife that I use as a dab tool to take dabs with. And then on the other side, it has scissors. And these are stainless steel, super dope scissors, a uh, little, little pocket style. And those are great for, uh, for chopping up nugs. That's what I use it for. But I think that they're just used for cutting things like scissors. Uh, but all of this stuff is conveniently located on your lighter. Right there on the side of it where, every, where, every, where everybody, everybody's there already. You know what I mean? You already have your lighter in your hand if you're doing something. You know, if you're, you're getting ready to smoke, you got your lighter. You're getting ready to get high, you got your lighter in your hand. Something pops off and, you know, some guy is trying to fight you or trying to, trying to disrespect your dog. Like, you know, you're taking your dog for a walk. Guy's like, your dog's a bitch. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, this is a dude dog. And he's like, your dog's a fucking bitch. I'm not talking like a female dog. I'm talking like a bitch-made dog. And then you grab, what do you grab? Your lighter, right? Well, now your lighter has a knife on it. So this is going in a poor direction. That's not how I mean this. What I mean is that your lighter is handy, okay? Your lighter is right there in your pocket, usually in your dominant hand pocket. I keep mine in my right-hand pocket, and I'm right-handed. That's a fact about me. So uh, now you have all these things right there on your lighter with Lighter Bro. I don't even carry my pocket watch anymore. <laughs> pocket watch, my fucking pocket knife is what I meant to say. I got way too lit before I did these, I think. I don't even carry my pocket knife anymore, all right? Because I have a Lighter Bro. So go to LighterBro.com, check out what they have, and if you get something, let them know that the Natural Habitat Podcast sent you. All right. Today, we have our friend Awesome Ty in the studio, and we are going to get down on a throwback Thursday. So let's do it. Kick that theme song. <laughs>
Here's a diaper coupon. It's 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 nuts, man. <coughs> it's nuts. Yep. Big Brother is watching. That's right. What do they say on that show? I don't under know. under his eye. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. It's crazy that show on. Huh? It's, mm-hmm. it's fucking, dude. It's like, like as they go through the episodes and they're showing like how it how it got to where they're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's like just like so crazy realistic as to like you could see that happening. Like you know, like actually in our society. Like that's what that's what I was telling Michelle. Like we were talking about it at breakfast because we watched the first episode last night, and I was all like. She was like, man, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And I was like, I can't wait to see what already happens. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it seems like we're like slowly learning like why why they follow the rules so well. Yeah. And why they don't oh, just... Yeah, it shows like, I mean, extensively. Like, yeah, all we saw is somebody lose an eye. We saw a couple people lose some eyeballs. And then I was like, that's pretty bad. But I think it goes a lot farther than that. Oh, yeah, it's gnarly, dude. It's, it's crazy. It's hella crazy. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect. Like when I saw it on Hulu... I saw like the like the chick's face with like the old timey like hat, and it's like the Handmaiden's Tale, and I thought of like Little House on the Prairie, like it's that's what I like equated it to in my mind, yeah. and I was like not for me, and I just kept scrolling, and then you told me to watch it, so you said it was crazy, so based solely based on your recommendation, I played it last night, I pay, I played this this show because she was like <laughs> I don't want to watch this fucking Little House on the Prairie show, and I was like I don't think that's what it is. And we start it, and it's immediately like police car chase. And I'm like, okay, so they're not in olden times. No, not at all. It's the future. Yeah. The, the you know, like near future. And then it fucking sucked me in right after that. It was nuts. Yeah. It's, it's like a, you know, like a, they make you want to see like, you know, like, you know, like the shit, like they draw it out well. Yeah. Man, I can't wait. I'm only one episode in. Okay, you ready to do this? Yep, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Super stoned. Well, I'm going to say some of this is probably good. We could probably keep a little chunk of that. <laughs> we could. A little chunk of that handmaid's thing. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. Hey, hey, this is Awesome Ty. That is right. Awesome guy. The mayor. Awesome. Are you still have you still have mayor status? Yes, oh, absolutely, yes. All right, good. The mayor. Awesome Ty, the mayor of your city. Awesome Ty is here. We are very lit and just kicking back, kicking back on a Thursday. It's a Wednesday in real life time, but a Thursday in podcast world. Have I told you about podcast time? No, you haven't. It's kind of like multiverse theory. So right now, this word sentence that I am saying, you know, word sentences, like sentences that are made out of words. Yes. Okay. This word sentence that I'm saying. Taking place tomorrow. (laughs) It is taking place now. And tomorrow. So, like, so if we were to smoke right now, which we're going to do, if I were to hit this bong right now, and somebody out there were to also be smoking, then we smoked together at two separate times in, in time space. Okay. So... That is the podcast multiverse to where things are happening at the same time, multiple times, because there's no possible way that anybody can hear this right now. And when they're hearing it, that's the first time they're hearing it. But this is the first time I'm saying it. And as I get deeper into it, I realize that it's just gibberish that high people say and not really a theory Complete at all. Complete nonsense. <laughs> that's right. So um, we are here 
on a uh, on a Thursday. I already said that, and uh, we're here talking about a show that we grew up with, and and a voice actor that we're still that we're still dealing with. I would say the great Billy West. Yeah. Billy West. Mm-hmm. Billy West. <laughs> How old is that guy? You think? Gosh, he's got to be pushing like sixty or something. I don't know, but have you I seen? Mean, a, he's been around forever. Have you seen a picture of him? He looks great. No, I haven't. Here, look. Check this out. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pop this up. He's been around forever. I'm try to guess his age. Look at this dude. Based on this picture of him on IMDb. Look at him. Okay, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say he's he's pushing sixty. Yeah, he's still pretty old, but he looks great for his age, right? He looks in perfect health. Yeah. Yeah, he looks. Uh, he's got a little funky head neck thing going on, and I, it's a strange choice of glasses. Yeah, but you know, either way, he's from Hollywood. You know, I mean. Yeah, he's got some beautifully dyed hair. It looks natural. He's got a gray, gray ear hair. That's normal for an olding man. Do you think his teeth are real? Olding, aging. You olding. got a pretty good picture of his teeth pulled up there. Those teeth are absolutely not real. Okay, so he's got he's got some. You're some telling me teeth replacement. Sixty plus years of life, and you're gonna have chompers like that. I mean, maybe if that was his main dedication was tooth health his whole life, <laughs> then possibly that could be. You know what? That's probably the real question of today's episode. Billy West's teeth, are they real or are they dentures? That's for you to decide. So, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Did I even say Ren and Stimpy or are we just talking Billy West? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did say Ren and Stimpy. Are you alluded to it if not? Ren and Stimpy. That's what we're talking about today. But before that, uh, I caught this video this morning. It's a little old, <laughs> but uh, have you seen this? No, but I'm just reading the caption. Oh, it is great. This is uh, this is Aussie Man Reviews, who is a uh, a famous YouTuber, uh, Facebook video creator that does reviews of old man fights and nature videos and things of that sort. I don't know if you've ever seen any of these. Nope, can't say I have. Okay, well this one is hardcore dancing, and this is. A spot-on review of hardcore dancing. We're gonna go ahead and check this out right now. Enjoy. Hold on. I don't have everything hooked up right. All right, I got it. Here we go again. Here we have a secret dance club. This is where a group of elite young men test out dance moves <laughs> they wish to see go mainstream. The moves are raw, rugged, and not yet ready for a fucking Katy Perry concert. Some of you may say this is not dancing. Oh. That's just a cheeky backwards look away punch, Aussie man. But I would argue yeah nah to that. I would strongly argue yeah, yeah nah. This yeah, nah. is dancing. You think every Everyone just accepted Michael Jackson's crazy shit overnight? No. People were like, what the fuck is this moonwalk move? But Jacko said, trust me, it's gonna help you get women one day. This is a secret dance club of bloody young Jackos. This is a move I... Mark my words, I reckon Nicki Minaj is gonna steal this one. This move is called the Hyper the Wind fuck? Farm. Very fucking What a strange, like, Midwestern mosh pit. Like, I was familiar with this style of dancing. Punch. Like, the, it was, like, popular with kids punch. in, like, like 2008, kind of remember. But I didn't, I didn't know the extent of it. Dude, <laughs> so far. So... These kids are like hard, I guess, hardcore, like moshing in a There's way. There's nothing that hardcore. Is, no, about these kids. fuck no, bro. <laughs> There's another hyper wind farm. There's a horse and jockey in the background there. Oh, and there's a bloody Sheila. 
Just a, yeah, Sheila confirmed in the club. Overall, you may Just not see name, the potential Sheila. I see in this. Okay, so it's like a mix of like of moshing, kung fu, like and and not knowing how to do either of them. Look at this guy. Just yeah, running around I was just going to say, I was going to say, it's like a mixture of doing both very poorly. Yeah, it's like it's like a three-way of moshing, kung fu, and incompetence is what that dance style is. And that's hardcore dancing. So how you ha so you said that you remember that in, you know, the 2000s. Like, have I, you remember, had I remember, like, a lot of fists, you know, like punching the air and uh -huh. that sort of thing but i mean like the the faux kung fu moves that they were doing and there's nothing <laughs> rhythmic i mean dancing is, I, i've always assumed should be somewhat rhythmic but yeah it, it, their movements all seem to be completely erratic and unchoreographed well uh you should also note that we couldn't hear the music that they were dancing to there was a band there was some sort of metal band there yeah, and they could have been you know with no music and unchoreographed and I, I guess that's true so i mean you gotta you you gotta dance with what you're given you know sometimes you're given a an eight an eight over four with this, <laughs> some sort of weird jazz structured beat what's a what's a weird structure of a jazz beat i i don't know see i don't know either but you know what i'm getting at right yeah how they say like it's some sort of weird uh time you know yeah yeah, six four time schedule or something like that. Yep, something like that. <laughs> so this is a couple musicians doing podcasts. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. just hanging out, trying to figure out, trying to figure out what we're doing. Uh, so uh, I am excited because in about nine days, I'm going to Adult Swim on the grass. Now you uh, said that you didn't want to go to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hella want to go. I just I, I can't because I'm going out of town the following day, so it just doesn't work logistically. Yeah, I gotta I gotta drive drive a couple hours to get there. It's I think it'll be worth it. It was I mean we went to a similar event previously and it was you know a good time. So I would assume that this one will be just as good. Yeah, adult swim driving was dope. Yeah, and adult swim on the grass is kind of the same concept only. It, everybody sits on the grass instead of driving in in their cars right and uh they're gonna have a bunch of activities and stuff during the day and have a bunch of cool merch so i might not even have to wait for the rickmobile to come through i could just buy my merch at the adult swim on the grass tour you son of a bitch uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> but hey if you want some just give me some money and i'll pick something up for you word you just gotta pay double <laughs> so, that's uh, extortion <laughs> Speaking of, I have this uh I have this crazy Rick and Morty theory. You're a Rick and Morty fan. I am. You've seen every episode. I think so. Including the season three premiere? Yes, I watched that a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Now there is some talk online, a little bit of chitter chatter on the Googles, of that episode because it came out on April Fool's Day, if you remember. Ah. It dropped on April Fool's Day and it was it was at first like like a video of you're sitting inside of the living room at the Smith house and the TV is playing the episode and it's really distant and you can hear it and you can see it, but it's like, you know, maybe 20% of the screen. And that's how you had to watch it for the first couple hours. And then they started streaming it on YouTube and on Facebook just on a loop. Right. So uh, there's a lot of talk that that episode isn't actually the season premiere of season three what do you think about that that it's going to start season three and that was all some sort of dream oh i think it's an interesting theory but 
I don't know. I, I thought that the <coughs> season three premiere that they played at least was very well done. And I, I, I think that, you know, it just seems a little bit silly for that to be a throwaway episode if that's the case. Okay, well, it was extremely well done. And that is much like, you know, Dan Harmon. If all, all of these episodes are gold, they all fit together. Everything tells this like crazy story of the world that we're living in in Rick and Morty land. And Dan Harmon, I think, could definitely make two alternate season premieres. And maybe, you know, when they come out on the box set or on Netflix or whatever, have that episode included for sure. It's not a total throwaway. Right, right. Have it maybe be like a like season 2.5 or something like that. Well, I, I mean, for them to do that, I would really hope that they have a better one in store. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that one was gold. Yeah, it was good. I mean, and they, they tied up all their loose ends as far as getting him out of, you know, the intergalactic rig prison. Mm -hmm. I think, so here's where my theory comes in. Because I have this idea. I was thinking about it this morning, actually. I was watching that Rick and Morty video. And he said something that reminded me about uh, C-137. For people that don't watch Rick and Morty, C-137 is the universe that they live in. There's, uh, there's all these different alternate realities that they could jump through with Rick's portal gun. And C-137 is theirs. R Morty refers to himself to the Galactic Federation as Morty C-137 all the time. It's like a reoccurring thing, right? Yes. Okay. Now, the episode <clears throat> where they destroyed the planet... And they went through the portal to try to find a universe that was close enough to theirs to where they could kill themselves right. and take over the spot, right? <laughs> yeah, that was a close okay. moment. So they go there, find themselves, kill themselves, and then bury themselves in the backyard. Yes. Now, for the rest of this season, they're buried in the backyard. Morty even references it like five or six episodes later to Summer. He's like, nothing matters. Everyone's going to die. That's it. You want to talk to your grandpa? He's in the backyard buried. That's the real one. And we fucking took over. We came here. So this is my theory, right? When they switched universes, they no longer are in C-137. They're in another universe that we don't know the number of yet. We just know that they're from C-137. And that C-137 and this new universe are so close together that the events of the world lined up to where it was almost identical to them just the world hadn't gotten t overtaken by aliens or whatever, the Gazorpazorps or whatever. Uh, so you follow me? Yeah. Now, season premiere that we saw, Sashwan Sauce, is in one of these universes, C-137 season premiere. And then the real season premiere is going to be the new universe season premiere. And it's going to be two different things that happen at the same time in separate universes. Well, it's, it's an interesting theory. I mean, I mean, I guess we'll find out. When, when is the the next episode? Have they announced that yet? It comes out every year right near my birthday. So next month. It's like in the end of July. And I remember they announced it, and it was like July 28th or something, and I was just like, fuck yeah, birthday for me. It's my birthday present every <laughs> year. New Rick and Morty, y'all, because I talk like a redneck when I'm not <laughs> recording the podcast. He does. <laughs> I, can, I can attest to that. Oh, shit. Oh, I got something else, too. I don't drink soda. <laughs> Very true. I don't. I don't drink soda anymore. I don't drink soda. Oh, how's that going for you? It's going good. I, uh, I, I was having some stomach pains. Yep. And I had, a, I had ulcers, actually, the beginning stages of ulcers from drinking Red Bull 
all day, Red Bull and soda, and never drinking any water or eating anything. And uh, so I had to stop drinking like Red Bulls and anything with caffeine and all soda. So I just drink like a bunch of like juices and waters and teas and shit now. Hell yeah. And then uh, started fucking trying to eat different and shit. I like, I got this thing on my phone where I track my calories because I have to like eat so much like fiber and like shit for like my stomach to heal. So like I'm looking it up and I'm tracking all my food and I find out that I don't eat anywhere near a balanced diet whatsoever. Yeah, that's definitely my situation as well. Mm -hmm. I have a very similar situation with my stomach. Yeah. it's crazy i mean it's crazy you get to be a certain age and all of a sudden you know like i used to be able to eat whatever the fuck i wanted all the time yeah no consequences whatsoever now i literally i literally pay for eating food for yeah eating certain it's food. like i hit you know it wasn't even gradual it's like i fucking was driving 60 miles an hour and just fucking hitting like a, a wall <laughs> and just all yep. of a sudden i can't have anything anymore it's crazy it's, man it's horse shit really they say it they say like you wake up one day and everything changes and then you don't believe it because you're like that's not how bodies work you know what i mean i have a body i've had one for like you know 20 something years i think i'm good yeah i know myself yeah and then one day you're like 30 and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like man my back feels funny and then you're just fucked forever (laughs) all the way one thing after another yeah it just keeps like chaining like a little chain just all the way all the way around your body all these different weird pains and stomach problems and that's life. So all you youngins out there, enjoy it. Go eat some pizza. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was uh, there was something else that I was uh, totally going to talk about, and that was uh, that was us coming live to you from Hollywood, Yugoslavia. Where where exactly is Hollywood, Yugoslavia? <laughs> Hollywood, is that a real place? Hollywood, Yugoslavia is in Yugoslavia. Well, clearly, and uh, <laughs> it is um, it is apparent it is apparently where Ren and Stimpy live. They live in beautiful, sunny Hollywood, Yugoslavia, which I I totally forgot, but I remember now. When we, I feel like that they're they're in different places often. Yeah, they have to be. Logistically, it just wouldn't make sense for them to have filled the entire, you know, bulk of the series in Hollywood. They're in space a few episodes for sure. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know that we were going to get that critical on this. We're just going to be breaking them down. Yeah, break I'm, it down. I'm, I'm going to obliterate them. Breaking down Spumco Industries. Uh, yeah, the company that did this was called. I want to say it was called Spumco. Yeah, it was called Spumco. And the creator was John, uh, his name was John. (laughs) Can you say that? John K. John K. Uh, I think that we've brought up Brandon Stimpy before and that's what we called him was John K. So that's gonna, that's gonna work. John K. Uh, owned this company called Spumco, which sounds gross. I want to try to say it. (laughs) (laughs) John Crickfalusi. That's exactly what I was going to say. So I'm going to say that we're pretty damn close. Uh, let's see. I wonder if we could, uh, I wonder if we could figure it out. I'm going to type in Kraflutsky <laughs> pronunciation. Why isn't there just a, oh, here it is. 
John Craig Faluzzi. What? <laughs> Craig Faluzzi. John Craig Faluzzi. I think that was close to what we said. Yeah. And then we can record our own. So that's just a website where you just say what you think it sounds like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know how credible that is. That's our sources here at the Natural Habitat Podcast. Uh, so I found out that Ren and Stimpy aired on the exact day and year as Rugrats and Doug. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that being the case. I remember them there being like a block of the, the Nicktoons, which initially was those three. Mm-hmm. And then they had like, you know, the various others, Hey Arnold and such. Yeah. Uh, I remember what I was going to say about Spumco. I was getting on to Spumco, and we got stuck on John Krakfaluski. So John Krakfaluski, Kraf, Kraf, John Krakfaluski, John Craft Services was uh, the owner of this company, Spumco, and he created the show and did like the first couple seasons, and then he got fired because of disagreements with uh, with the network, fired him hired some new production company, and then had good old Billy West take over as the voice for Ren as well as Stimpy. So depending on when you watched it, what episode you saw, it was almost like a totally different show. And I remember these like weird, disgusting, strange moments on Ren and Stimpy when I was way too young. When I was way too young to watch weird shit like that. And like... Watching it as a kid, I thought it was funny, of course. You're a kid. And then watching it as an adult, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, why would I Why would I watch this horrifying thing when I was a child? Yeah, it's uh, this definitely would not fly on any network for, uh, you know, children's programming in the year 2017. No. It just would not. Not even close. And I think I think that the second half, the when they had the new production company, was probably a lot cleaner. But... I'm not sure. Yes, but still, I, I mean, it, it definitely pushed the boundaries. I mean, even in its time, I think, for what you could pass as children's TV and what you couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, Beavis and Butthead was, you know, wasn't marketed towards children. You know what I mean? And that, that would be like the, you know, for its time, that was like the next step up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this that, was, was, that was like the adult swim or yeah, whatever. Yeah, this was in kind of like a gray area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this... uh they definitely had like i think this was one of one of the last shows where they had you know like a lot of depictions of drinking and smoking for in a cartoon that was geared directly towards children yeah they were you know there was a lot of innuendo as well sexual innuendo yeah a lot of uh a lot of busted down like from busted down sexy women <laughs> yeah. you never saw their faces ever because uh, they were dogs, right? Weren't they dogs? Or a dog and a cat? Yep, it was a dog and a cat. A dog and a cat that were sometimes married that lived in Hollywood, Yugoslavia. Now, now, <laughs> now as I look back, uh, was was Stimpy supposed to be female? Or, or were they were like hinting at a homosexual relationship? Uh, I'm going to say that they were hinting at a homosexual relationship. Because I'm pretty sure that they were both... They were both male? Yeah, they were both male. And... Uh, let's see. We'll go through here and see if there's uh if there's any references. Does Stimpy have a Wikipedia? Oh, I'm sure he might, right? 
Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. Okay, Ren and Stimpy characters. Here we go. Ren and Stimpy, motherfucker. All right. It says that Stimpy, Stimson, Stimpy J Cat, uh, is a he. He is indeed a, a male. Yep. So that would confirm it. There is some, you know, homosexual innuendo going on there. That's right. Which and was then, a little bit, you know, I mean, by any, you know, even in today's standard, that's a little taboo for that's children. Right. You don't want your children knowing about that. So, uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I was just like agreeing. I was like totally, and then you slip that last no, part in right you at the know, end. That, that kind of <laughs> makes you think, though. Like, like this show totally wouldn't fly in 2017, but we're also supposedly supposed to be more accepting of that sort of thing in 2017. You know, like the programming gets safer, but progressively our culture. Well, I think I, I think that would fly now because uh, Bert and Ernie are are gay. Are they openly? Yeah. Is that? Bert and Ernie are open homosexual couple that live together. Uh, They've always slept in their bed together. You know what I mean? Yeah. They've always had the same bed. I remember I had uh, I had the uh, Afraid of the Dark book when I was a kid. And it was like a Bert and Ernie Afraid of the Dark thing. And they had all kinds of creepy shadows on the wall. Well, that's good for Bert and Ernie, man. I'm glad probably to hear not, that. I probably shouldn't have read that book before bed. You know, because all the, the gay stuff in it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't kid. You can fucking joke around, but I can't joke around. No, but... uh. But yeah, so I think that it would definitely fly. I think that, but at the time, they were just like, fuck you. Like, why the fuck does it matter? So we're just going to slip it in there. Yeah. And it was always real mild, you know what I mean? I don't think it was ever overtly, but. Yeah, they never 69 or anything. Nope, not that I recall. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of the music that was used in Ren and Stimpy was also recycled and used in SpongeBob SquarePants, which... Uh, before our technical difficulties that we had, and then we had to start over for a second, we were talking about, s you made a good point about SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants in a lot of ways kind of seems like, like a modern version of Ren and Stimpy, you know, like very watered down 2017 politically correct version of, of Ren and Stimpy and that it's kind of abstract, kind of off. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of it, but it's it's definitely kind of weird, you know what I mean? It's got that Ren and Stimpy vibe in that that regard. Yeah, and uh, it definitely is watered down. I like how you said that because they're like under I mean, the sea. You know, they're I in mean, the water. Just relative to Ren and Stimpy, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with SpongeBob SquarePants. No, it's I, probably a better show for your child to watch than Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob. I uh, I didn't watch it growing up, but I watched it when I was like a teenager smoking weed. And then, like, I had nieces, so when I would go and, like, when I would be watching them or over there, they would be watching it, and I would always just be high and, like, what the fuck is happening here? And then I remember the SpongeBob movie with David Hasselhoff was 100% geared towards stoners. Yeah, I remember Pantera was randomly on on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants one time. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, that kind of shit, so. Yeah, it was very strange. But, uh... You know that definitely that definitely shows the similarity they paid homage with the music i wonder if there's any links as far as the producers or staff uh let's see let's see what these credits are ren and stimpy we got uh the creators are bob camp and uh johnny kroflotsky <laughs> fucking johnny kroflotsky let's see uh there's just 
What's this John Camp fellow up to now? John Bob Camp? Bob Camp. Bobby Camp. What about Bong Hehan? Bong He I'd like to meet Bong Hehan. He was also a also a director. Let's see, Ren and Stimpy, Robot Boy, Ice Age Meltdown, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Well, apparently not. Oh, you know what? It looks like he lost in Bikini Bottom. Wasn't that a SpongeBob movie? Right. Oh, yep, right there. Yeah, I think so. He was a storyboard artist for two episodes. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I guess that's, you know, a somewhat correlation. And he also uh, he also was in a Mighty... He was a storyboard artist for Mighty Magis... Magiswords? <laughs> Dude, he did Kick Patowski, Suburban Daredevil. Oh, I love Kick Patowski. Whatever the fuck Who that doesn't? is. Who doesn't? Uh, these are all things that we should probably check out. Yeah. So, uh, there's a lot. I'm, let's see what Bong Heen Han's all about. Yeah, I gotta know. <laughs> Bong Heen Han. Oh, Adventure Time. He directs Adventure Time now and The Simpsons. Ooh, the golden age of The Simpsons. 93 to 95. That's a sweet spot. Uh-huh. Let's see. Yeah, he's been, uh, he's been all up in the Adventure Time TV series. You ever get down on that? Nope. I've never seen it. It's pretty crazy. It's uh, it gets deep. It's like it's a kid show that is also geared towards adults and nerds. Yeah, that's what I've gathered. Adult nerds. I need to check that, and there's another one of those out. Um, Regular show? No. Um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Something like that. Yeah, I believe so. Gravity something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravity Falls, definitely. That show's crazy too, and uh. Gravity Falls and Power. <laughs> Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty are connected. Did you know that? Um, I saw somebody talking about how there should be a crossover episode. So yeah, would... there was a there was like in Gravity Falls. There's this like crazy old uncle character that has this like book and uh, and mug that have like question mark on it. He's trying to like solve some mystery or some shit. I don't remember. But uh, at one point, this portal opens, and it's very much like a Rick and Morty-style portal. And his, uh, or maybe he's going through some sort of vortex thing, but he loses his stuff. Like, all of his stuff goes flying everywhere. And then in an episode of Rick and Morty, when they're hopping in and out of portals, I think it's the episode when they're trying to find a universe that's like theirs. They go through a portal, hop out, and then they go through another portal, and the old portal that they hopped out of, out of it spits the old man's book and mug and, like, pen or whatever it was. So it went from one show to another show inside of that portal. That's crazy. Uh-huh. So the creators know each other. But as far as, like, a, like a connection or some sort of, like, collaboration episode... They had they had a football guy in Rick and Morty. He has like this uh like this weird hair. He has rainbow suspenders and he has a football on his shirt. And he's in like five episodes in the first season. And he has like Roman numerals on the football. And there is supposed to be in Gravity Falls and then in another show, it was like three creators that all were gonna put characters in the show. And then if you put all of the Roman numerals together it creates a code, and then you can decipher the code, and it's like this whole thing, right? Yeah. Well, Justin Roiland was the only one that followed through with it, and oh, the other shit. two didn't. So, kind of sucks. Yeah. 
They're also connected with the Simpsons through that couch gag, which was which is good. Yeah, that's right. Kill the Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Bring them back. Kill them and bring them back. <laughs> that's right. So uh, a reoccurring theme in Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I think that Ren and Stimpy is definitely one of those lost treasures because it's something that it's something that I didn't really remember a lot of until we started looking into it. I remembered the gross zoom-ins on armpits and butt cracks that would happen, and there would be all kinds of, like, dingleberries and, like, hair and boils and pus and shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely a very grotesque show. Yeah, they never, like, toned it down. It was always full all the way up to 110. Like, this was some shit that, like, you know, like, if a grown-up came in and when you were watching it, like, they might question you on it just because it's gross. Yeah. And, uh, but it was... It had something. Maybe it was that gross factor that kept it inside of our brains all these years. Like, there's all these shows that you hear about, like uh, like The Secret Life of Alex Mack. And you're like, oh, I remember that show. But it's not, like, on the tip of your brain. Like, when you think of old, crazy cartoons, Ren and Stimpy's always right there. Yeah. And everybody has their own list, but Ren and Stimpy has, like, held through the test of time. Is that how you say that? I, w I would say so. Pass the test. It passes pass? the test of time. Passes yeah, I the think test that's of the time. correct verbiage. There it is. And uh, I think that it definitely deserves a revisit. I think that we should go back and enjoy some Rick and Morty. I'm going to do it personally. I encourage you to do it, Ty. Did you just say go back and enjoy some Rick and Morty? <laughs> I believe you did. I did. We can see where your mind's at. This whole episode has been about Rick and Morty. And not so much Ren and Stimpy. This is a terrible homage to Ren and Stimpy. I know. I was we just did talking not about, serve them justice. I was really thinking about how great Rick and Morty was. Yeah, it is a better show. Okay, check <laughs> it out. I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna edit that. I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna cut out all this stuff right here. I'm gonna bring it back in. You ready? Let me get some room tone. All right. So go out there, and I'm gonna go watch some. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch some Ren and Stimpy. And I encourage you to go watch Ren and Stimpy, Ty. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some Ren and Stimpy. I'm gonna watch some clips. I don't know that I'm gonna watch a full episode, no. but I'm gonna watch the highlights. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of shit on YouTube. Yep. There's gotta be. I'm sure there's a there's a convenient playlist that's full of all kinds of stuff. Or just find the most watched one and enjoy it. And if you've never seen Ren and Stimpy, then you should be watching it right now. So go out there, check it out. Before we get out of here, uh Rogue status. What's going on with Rogue status? You guys, uh, yeah, have... we're finishing it up an album. Yeah, I don't know when it'll be available, but so we're looking at like uh, sometime, sometime, uh, sometime late two seventh in the 217? future. Sometime in the future. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Sometime yeah. in the future. Yeah, it's in, in the relative future. Yeah. I also, uh, I also heard wind of. Can I talk about the, your solo thing? Your little solo. Yeah, about, yeah, go ahead. So we don't have any more dead, dead air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I talk about it? Is it okay? Yeah. So I heard that you uh, are going to be working on a solo EP. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm doing a little thing. Tell us about that. Tell us all the, give us all the juicy goose, I'm juicy just, gossip. I'm just stealing a bunch of samples from the 90s and putting them together and going to rap over them. And it should be pretty, pretty okay. I like pretty it. Pretty okay. Pretty, pretty okay. average. You know what? Pretty okay is a great thing to promise because Me then if it's like if it's really good, then it's like two levels above what you said it was going to be. Yeah, I think it should be mediocre at worst. 
<laughs> that's good too. Mediocre at worst. Yeah, because yeah. that's like that's even the, the, even the at the floor lowest. is mediocre. Yeah, even at the lowest, it's like yeah. I guess. And generally, I do. You know, I do. St- you know, I'm a bottom dweller, but so you know. people, so people are gonna are gonna get this. They're gonna listen to it, and at the very least, they're gonna say, "Yeah, okay." They're gonna they're gonna say, this "Hey, I, I remember that sample that he stole." Yeah, I remember that. I wonder if he paid for it, and let's get the answer for that. No, of course not. <laughs> no, of course. Uh, uh, have you seen the uh, that YouTube channel where they break down all the samples for all the songs? Uh, no, I have not. I'll show it to you later. Word. It's dope. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, make sure that you check out Rogue Status' new album. Rogue Status. RogueStatus.org uh-huh. until, until the website's down because I don't pay the bill. That's right. So uh, go there. Find their social medias. Find Awesome Ty. Where's your, where are you at? Um, You can find me on, I guess, I guess Instagram's easiest. Yeah, Instagram. It, it's it, at Awesome Ty the Mayor. Bada boom. There it is. Uh, Go show your support. And go watch. Or don't. I don't care. Or don't. That's what I do. Jerk. I care. I think you should. I think you should go show your support. I think Ty is a great artist. And he also just gave me $50. So uh, I love his music. And I'm really, really, really excited for for this fucking sample album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, like I said, it's going to be average. Nice. Can't wait. All right, everybody. We love you. Have a good day. Peace. Natural Habitat Recordings.